0: Let me me... As my vocation is that of a writer, I am very familiar with and reliant upon the art of typography. And of course I have my preferences and my major and minor annoyances in relation to it, uh, but stylistically I have always really enjoyed italics. And in the broader context of how internet language has developed, I have come to appreciate them even more because they allow me to convey a certain tone when I am writing or communicating on the internet. Now today's deep dive into font could have taken me down a perpetual lucky hole, a, a Wikipedia black hole, if you will. I decided that I should enlist the help of somebody else. So <laughs> I have asked a fella that I know named Brian Wilson, who happens to be a type designer, which yes, you're right, is the coolest job ever, to talk a little bit about italics. I actually met Brian a few years ago during a brief stint in TV news, and he has been a journalist for a number of years. So I assume he probably has a fairly similar like appreciation for font that I do. And so he's been designing type for like 20 years. Mostly his designs are based on old styles of handwriting. Um, and at the end, he actually talks a little bit about one of the ones that he's designed recently, which I will link to so that you can check it out and buy it. So let us start off our conversation about italics by figuring out kind of where they came from. But
1: italics began in the 1500s, I think, in Italy, thus italic and it was a way to differentiate from the standard book text of the day for more informal uses like um, poetry and such. They uh, were simulating, sort of formally simulating the calligraphy of the day, the kind of script they used back then, and making it into actual lead type that they could use on a printing press.
0: So you might be asking what makes an italic font italic?
1: One thing I I can tell you is that italics are not just slanting over the Roman style of a font. Say a serif font, a Roman serif font will have you know little serifs on it. It'll look a certain way, but an italic that matches that Roman style is actually quite a bit different if you look closely. Uh, for one thing, the letterforms generally are narrower, so it won't take as much space on a line. Whereas an oblique, which is just slanting over a font, takes about the same amount of space. Some fonts, I can't really give an example, but some use obliques instead of italics. You'd get them from the italic menu. But most fine book text fonts have a legitimate, true italic.
0: So how do you know, then, if a font is an oblique or an italic?
1: Uh, Some of the characters you can look at to tell are, I think of the E, which is just a nice loopy, Graceful curve in an italic. And the F in an italic always has a, or usually has a long tail to it, curvy tail. The serifs in an italic are basically little curves, sort of graceful curves, not straight serifs. The letter A is different in a Roman and italic. Uh, The letter K very often in an italic will have a little loop on the top part of the lowercase k talking about lowercases here and uh, yeah very very different the Y is sort of different. G is quite a bit different as well
0: So when it comes to designing these fonts is it any harder to design an italic version of a font than it is to design the original font?
1: So an italic really takes just as long to design if not longer than a regular Roman style of font. They're very cool I have mm, I guess I've made four fonts that have two italics. Geographica being the most recent one, which was inspired by the hand lettering done on maps, British maps, engraved maps of the 1700s.